Okay, this is Gail here with Experiences You Should Have. And uh, I'm here with Danielle Jolly. And we are here in the Eco Lodge Hotel in the Galapagos right now, about to head out for a week to dive the Galapagos. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Danielle's going to share with you about an experience you should have, which is diving the SS President Coolidge in, uh, how do you say it? In Vanuatu. In, in Vanuatu. So, Danielle, tell us a little bit about yourself. That's always a tough question. Uh, so, I am a doctor and I live in Australia. So, at the moment, I work rurally in uh, about 800 kilometers away from Sydney uh, doing emergency department work. Great. That sounds really interesting. Danielle and I just met yesterday here in the Galapagos yep. and she agreed to do this. Now, you might hear some construction in the background because we are in the Galapagos and it's hard to find a quiet place to go. So, just mind this. It won't be on every episode. So, where, where is Vanuatu? Okay, so Vanuatu is uh, a group of islands in the South Pacific. So they're um, northeast of Australia, or they're actually in line with the top part of Australia in the, the top of Queensland, Cairns up there, um, and about a four-hour flight or so from Sydney. Great. So is there other diving to do than, than the SS President Coolidge? Yeah, so there is quite a lot of diving in Vanuatu, but the Coolidge would be the highlight and the main reason people go to Espiritu Santo, which is the island that it's on. Um, there is also another place called Million Dollar Point, uh, and that is where there's the... During World War II, the Americans had a base in Vanuatu uh, and they decided to get rid of all the equipment that they had and it was all just thrown off uh, into the ocean at a place called Million Dollar Point. Wow. So you can dive and go and see that. Things like jeeps and um, motorbikes and that sort of thing. So you can go in and dive all around that as well. Wow. So tell me a little bit more about the SS President Coolidge. Well, yep. what, what is a ship of... Yep. So the SS Coolidge, it was a uh, like a luxury ship, but it was used in World War II as a transport for troops, um, and it was sunk on Espiritu Santo, hit some landmines, and sunk just off Espiritu Santo. Wow. Wow. Mm. So how deep is it? Yeah, so the boat sits, or the ship sits in 35 metres to 60 metres of water, uh, oh. and it's a shore dive, so wow, um, easily accessible. So uh, what type of certifications do you need to, to dive this? Are you, are you diving oxygen or what type of air are you breathing? Yeah, so they, they are diving oxygen most of the time and okay. you can use nitrox if you're qualified. Uh, you would need an advanced level of diving to be able to dive on the Coolidge because of the depth. So 35 metres is the minimum depth down to 60 metres. And about 50 dives, would you say, for advanced yeah. or would you want to be more experienced? I would say 50 dives should be fine. So it, there's no current, so it's it's safe okay. um, in terms of a, from a current point of view. Right. But it is a wreck drive and it is full penetration oh. wreck diving. So you um, probably need a wreck diving certification too. You don't have to have the wreck diving certification. Okay. But having done some wrecks before would be an advantage. There are other options. So you can just dive around the top of the ship. Uh, and there are parts on the side that are open, so you can just go into that. But if you want to do have the full experience and go in and the, see the lady, which is a, a sculpture that's inside of the ship, oh. uh, and that's one of the main things that people go to do, you would need to have done some dives before because that is full penetration. Um, there's some quite narrow areas that you need to turn to the side to get through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what does, what does the lady look like? So um, the lady is... Uh, 
sort of a sculpture um, and it's a fair way into the ship and she's wearing a dress and she's standing by a horse. So sort of a 3D thing. And there's a tradition that you take out your regulator and kiss the lady when you... You take out your regulator. Take out your reg, yeah. kiss the lady, put the reg back in. Good, good. Hmm. You still want to breathe underwater. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. So we were talking about this last night. You mentioned mm. uh, something happened the same day that right. you were diving the Coolidge. Yeah, that's right. So on the day that I was diving the Coolidge, there was an, another group of, another dive operator in there. Uh, and unfortunately, one of the people who was on that dive, uh, she died. Yeah. Yeah. So why did she die? So she was in there with a big group of people uh, and about six to eight people in a dive group. Uh, and apparently she wasn't as an experienced a diver as you might want to be. Uh-huh. Um, and when they went in to kiss the lady and they didn't realise that they didn't have her and it wasn't until they turned around to leave that they realised this person was missing. Mm. Um, and so then they all had to go in and they had to search to find her. Um, and when they did, they found that she was on the bottom of the ship uh, and she didn't have a regulator in her mouth. So she probably knocked it out, but we don't know exactly what happened. Got it. Got it. So what would you recommend for people to be trying to do this dive as safe as possible? Mm. So I did the dive with a company called Alan Power. uh, And the reason that I chose him is he's done over 15,000 dives on the Coolidge and he's been diving for 35 years on the Coolidge. That for them, safety is paramount. So they have groups of a maximum of four, but usually one or two per instructor. Mm-hmm. They take you for a check dive to start with. So that's just down to the 35 metres and just onto the top of the ship and around the side without going inside. And they make sure that you're actually able to dive or confident enough, experienced enough diver to go into the ship. Mm-hmm. So I was diving with a friend and he wasn't deemed to be good enough. So they told him he couldn't do any more dives on the Coolidge. Ah. So that's something I really respect. Yeah. And then the small group numbers as well. The other thing that Alan Power does is he always has a diver on the shore who hasn't been diving for the day at all. So then if anything was to go wrong, the instructor might have difficulties because they're compression dives because of the depth. Um, right. There's someone on shore who isn't, hasn't been diving, so doesn't have issues with you know, the tables and the safety and the mm-hmm. compression. So then they can go in and look for anyone or help with anything that might have gone wrong. Got it. So those things are really important. That is. That's, I've never even heard of just having a spare diver ready to go in. Right. I think it's because of the depth of the ship and, and it is a full penetration dive, so things can obviously go wrong. Now, what else were you seeing on the ship? So the ship itself um, has quite a few rooms. There's... As a doctor, I was very interested in the medicine area, so you can go in and have a look at some old medicine bottles and things like that. Oh, wow. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Um, There's a lot to explore, and, uh, you know, given the depth, you can only do two dives a day. So uh, a lot of people, you do a package of 10, and then there's people like Alan who've been diving it for 35 years. Um, The person in the hotel that I was staying at, she... Uh, learn to dive there in Vanuatu. I'm the person who runs the hotel and she dives a couple of times a week just exploring the inside of the ship. Um, But my favourite part was the night dive. That's the most amazing dive that I've ever You did a night dive on the ship? On the ship. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that was really amazing. So what did you see on the night dive? Did you see any other fish or uh, were there any big animals there? No. So, I mean, there's not a lot of animals um, on the ship. Um, there is no sharks lurking. No behind sharks. The... <laughs> no. 
Um, but on the night dive, there's a, a fish called the flashlight fish, and, and these fish are sensitive to light. So in the daytime, they hide in the ship, um, and you can't see them because you know they're just hiding away in all the dark areas of the ship. Right. So this dive has to be timed perfectly with the with the dusk. So you go in while it's still light, and then you go into the ship and round to the side of the ship, uh, and then just as the sun goes down, the fish all start coming out because they need to come out of the ship to feed. Oh, wow. Um, and they're called lightning fish because they've got a little bubble of uh, phosphorescence in them. So it's, uh, it feels like being in outer space. You just hang on. To, you go slightly into one of the sides of the ship, and then all these fish just come wow. out on dusk. Absolutely amazing. Now, now, how big are these fish? Ooh, um, they're quite small, so probably maybe two centimetres or so, so about just under an inch. Oh, wow. Mm. How many did you see? Were you seeing Thousands. Like oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's was, an experience. Like, if you imagine looking up at the sky and seeing all the stars, um, it was like that, but the fish were all coming out and, yeah. That's Amazing. incredible. Mm. That's incredible. I need to go do this you now. You do. I have to do this. Absolutely. Now, is there is there a best time of year to go to Vanuatu or, or to do this dive? Yeah, so, uh, look, I mean, the conditions are very, uh, like, there's no current. They're very still. So you could really dive the Coolidge at any time of year. Um Vanuatu itself is fairly consistent, though it does have a um, like a rainy season. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, the best time probably is from April May to about October. Okay. Um, in terms of the weather in Vanuatu itself, um, otherwise January to March is quite hot in Vanuatu, um, quite humid. Um, so temperatures of about twenty six to thirty four degrees Celsius. Got it. Got it. And as far as as the water temperature, mm. well, what type of were you wearing like a three mil, a five mil? Yeah, it was a three mil wetsuit. So the, oh. it's a tropical. The temperatures are really good. Very nice. warm. Mm. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice. And uh, now what's the, the average cost to do this dive? Yeah, so, I mean, I can't remember the costs because you just remember the experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, there were pretty standard dive costs. Okay. Um, you know, and the Vanuatu in terms of food is sort of similar to Australian costs. So really 20 to 30 Australian dollars a meal, which is about uh, 20 to 25 US dollars or so. So it's, okay. it, the food is fairly expensive. The accommodation costs probably around 150 to 200 a night or so. Um, there are some dive lodges that are a bit, a little bit cheaper. And, okay. Mm. And then dives maybe 100 bucks. Maybe or $100 a dive, yeah. Okay, um, right. I, I, You can look it up on there's a lot of dive companies that do it over there. So, mm-hmm. um, But Allen Power uh, was the one that I went with. Um, but if you just look up diving the Coolidge, there's information on that. Now, not everyone is a diver. Right. So what if, what if you're a diver and your spouse is a non-diver or you've got friends who don't dive? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is there to do? Yeah, there's plenty to do in Vanuatu. So um, on Espiritu Santo, there's a reef right around the island, um, and that's some of the best snorkeling I've ever seen. Really? What do so, you see there? Yeah, tropical fish, all the tropical fish, um, you know, the angel fish, the Moorish idols. Uh, there was a heap of lionfish that you could see as well. Oh, wow. Um, like incredible coral. And all of this is just, you can walk off the beach. So the hotel that I was staying at uh, all was bungalows on the beach. And then you could just get your snorkels and your fins, which they have some of, and just go straight off the side. Um, or if you enjoy kayaking, you can kayak out put an anchor down and then just jump off your kayak and do some snorkeling. So that is amazing. Beautiful, Mm. beautiful. How long did you spend in Vanuatu? 
Well, I was in Vanuatu for about two weeks or so um, on Espiritu Santo for about five days. And there's lots of islands on Vanuatu, so you can explore all sorts of different things. So we went to about three different islands. Um, there's one where, as an initiation rite, the, the boys have to build a big tower and then they tie a vine around their leg and then they jump off. So kind of like a ancient art of bungee jumping. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's pretty amazing to see as well. I've seen that in films as like a coming-of-age thing. Right, right. And they start down quite low, and then when they're about 18, 19, they jump from the top. So probably about 20 metres, which is about 60 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, this sounds incredible. Amazing. I need to go to Vanuatu. Absolutely. But then the other things on Espiritu Santo, there's you can hire uh, like a push bike if you like doing that sort of thing. Uh, and you can ride... Wait, a push bike? Yeah. What's a push bike? Cycling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just a, like, a regular... So not a motorbike. You mean you can use Just motorbikes. Just a, a cycling bike. Cycling bike. Okay. Mm. All right. Um, and then there's places, there's a some things called a blue hole and they're in the middle of the island and they're sort of like a lake or a lagoon but they're this brilliant blue and you can ride to those and have a swim and those sorts of things too. Now is the water in the blue hole still tropical as well or is that cold? Mm, you know? It's it's a bit cooler than the sea but it's not freezing cold. Okay. Yeah. I live near Crater Lake and right. that is very that is cold. cold. <laughs> very cold. Yeah. Oh, well, this sounds like an amazing experience you should have. Now, minded, this is a dive. This is advanced diving. Mm -hmm. So it may not be an experience for everyone. Mm -hmm. But if you want to become an advanced diver or you are an advanced diver, it sounds like this is a wreck to remember. Absolutely. diving in Vanuatu. Okay, so um, there's a place called Hideaway Island, so that it's more snorkeling, mm -hmm. but they've got the world's only underwater post office, which is pretty amazing. Wait, an underwater post office? Right. Wait, aren't your letters going to get wet? Yeah, so uh, at the place called Hideaway Island, they've got a place where you can buy the postcards, uh, they're the waterproof postcards, oh. and then you can write on the postcard with a waterproof pen. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Then, and then you go swimming out to where the post office is, and you just uh, dive down. It's probably about two to three meters underneath the water. Oh, so you don't even have to scuba dive. No you scuba diving. You can just free dive and snorkel down. Absolutely. Oh, post incredible. Well, so is there a waterproof stamp too? Yeah, they've got the whole thing. That's incredible. Yeah. Now, how much does it cost to do that? Oh, it was pretty cheap. So, you know, the postcard was maybe $2 or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you have to get out to Hideaway Island. So, I think, How do you get to Hideaway Island? Yeah, so you can... It's off Espiritu Santo. Uh, you can arrange to get... You catch a taxi out to walk to the island. Not to the island, but to the dock. Um, and then you can just get on a little boat and that ferries you across. So it's probably five minutes or so from the mainland across to this hideaway island and it, I don't, it didn't cost that much maybe 20 to 30 dollars or so now, is there food on hideaway island or mm. is it just a place to go and snorkel and mail letters right no there's a hotel on hideaway island oh. so if you want to stay there you can and um, they've got other activities so they've got some kayaking uh, i think parasailing um, you know lots of other things to do there's a few restaurants and a bar on the island but you can do day trips as well Wow, that sounds incredible. Mm. 
Yeah. Now, I just saw one of your photos. It right. looks like you're by a volcano. Yeah, so there's another island that has an active volcano, uh, and that's amazing. So you can arrange a tour. Again, you know, you can do a private tour, uh, and you take that across the island. So um, the island is called Tanner, um, and then you can hike up to this volcano. And it's active all the time. You can see the lava bubbling and um, starting to spew stuff up, and it's as close as you can get to a volcano. Wow. And uh, they, they have a post office on the volcano as well if you want to post a postcard from there. Oh, wow. Can you put a little lava on it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe too close. <laughs> right. I don't think they have burn-proof postcards. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds incredible. Incredible. Yeah. All the experiences you should have. Absolutely. There's a lot to do on the islands of Vanuatu. So Vanuatu, is this a safe place to go? Is... Um... Yeah, it is. It's, you know, the Pacific Islanders are beautiful people, really friendly. Um, at the moment, it's safe. There hasn't been any issues over there. So, yeah. And you can, you can do walks to villages as well. Um, and they've got canyoning as well. And uh, you can, when you do the canyoning, you can climb up on rocks and jump off into the lake. Mm -hmm. So lots of adventure things to do over there. Now, is this a tipping culture or is there anything that you need to know about? No, it's not a tipping culture. Okay. So that makes things a bit easier. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You don't have to carry a lot of ones and fives on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's great. Now, what's the main airport for Vanuatu? Yeah, the main airport is Port Vila. Uh-huh. Uh, and then from there, you can get connecting flights to other islands. So Espiritu Santo or Tana or wherever you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the Coolidge, what island is that on? Well, that's on Espiritu Santo. So you would normally fly from Port Vila to Espiritu Santo. That's about a 45-minute flight. Um, if you are coming from Australia, there are direct flights from Brisbane every day and a direct flight from Sydney. Wow. Wow. Hmm. I wonder what type of flights there are from LA or something like that. We'll have to look them up. We'll have to look them up. All right. Probably to Port Vila. Okay, to Port Vila, and then you'll connect over. Right. Well, this sounds like a new adventure vacation. Absolutely. Let's, let's go. <laughs> All right. This has been Experiences You Should Have. And uh, thank you to Danielle Jolly. Thank you.